0: You're listening to RE Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Welcome to RE Snapshots, the first podcast for 2019. Today we're going to be looking at the big milestone that Ari is celebrating this coming Sunday. Ari turned 20 years old last year, so we're going to be chatting with Ari Centre Manager Lisa Mayer to find out how Ari began, the journey the team has been on, and where it's headed into the future. But first of all, how are you going, Lisa Mayer? I'm going well, thanks, Jess. How are you? Really good. We've got a big year this year for Ari for 2019. We're going to a new phase next year for 2020 moving forward, so lots to discuss in this uh, big milestone podcast that we're doing today can you tell us firstly though let's just start at the beginning how did RE actually come
1: about back in 1998? It is a GRDC initiative and it came about because resistant ryegrass was discovered in Western Australia and as a result the GRDC decided that they needed to put funding into a research centre to address this issue and in 1998 Steve Powells started the process of building a research team which is now called ARI. yeah it's had a long history
0: and lots of instrumental people have been involved over the years let's look at some of the significant achievements over the years there has been quite a few but maybe can we start off at some of those earlier achievements firstly maybe
1: I think one of the early achievements was the beginning of the surveys which was undertaken by Michelle Owen and she's been with Ari now for 18 years. So she really took it on herself to really investigate how much resistance was in Western Australia. And she has undertaken those surveys every five years, which has been a real snapshot for the West Australian farmers and industry to find out exactly how much resistance is out there and what resistance is evolving
0: Lisa, one of the things that we're well aware of that is the big gold star that you get is if you can demonstrate practice change. And Ari, over the last 20 years, has been able to do that and has some significant practice changes that it can put to its name. What's one of the most
1: significant? Practice change is really important, Jess. I completely agree. And we have seen fantastic practice change and ARI has been impactful. One of the practices that I think has been really important is the cutting herbicide rates. In the early days of ARI, we saw many farmers that were cutting their herbicide rate. To save money, herbicides were expensive, and they needed to make their cropping enterprise profitable. Understandable. However, we proved that the evolution of herbicide resistance in crop weeds was occurring because of the cutting of herbicide rates. So through much communication and the communication of our research, we have been able to change the way farmers think about cutting herbicide rates. And now, on the whole, I think most farmers understand the risk of doing that and use full label rates that's a
0: good news story indeed lisa from what i understand over the years ari has been involved in lots of research from molecular to agronomy research but it's also delved into some of the model work for cropping can you tell us a little bit about that
1: the rim model is what we're actually quite well known for it stands for Rye Grass integrated management and it was developed probably about 10 to 12 years ago, it was released after a couple of years of extensive research. And it really is a bioeconomic model where farmers can input their uh, cropping rotations and their seeding rates and their spray applications and find out what will happen to their cropping scenario in a five or 10 year time frame and in actual fact that often shows that if they introduce a harvest weed seed control measure that they can significantly change the longevity of their herbicide applications
0: yeah it's very interesting and brome barley grass and the ryegrass room rim they're all still available on the RA website for a free download so head there if that's piqued your interest But Lisa, there's been other significant things over the years that have happened as well, including the early introduction to Australia of Secura. Can you tell us about how Ari
1: contributed to that introduction? Yes, it's quite a nice story. Ian Metcalf was on our advisory committee and he mentioned at one of our meetings that we should be doing work into herbicides that haven't even been introduced into Australia. And that struck a chord with Steve Powles and he said, you've got a point. So the next thing was they were meeting with Kumiai, a Japanese chemical company, who had this product called Sakura or Pyroxysulfone. And we offered to actually test that in Australia before it was released to see if we could evolve resistance to that product. And Roberto Busi undertook that research and yes, he did evolve resistance to that product. It just goes to show that any herbicide can evolve resistance. Excellent work
0: there. Lisa, Ari was also instrumental in bringing harvest weed seed control to
1: growers in Australia. Can you tell us how that story evolved? Jess, I love this story because it really is a grower-driven story, and it really is the growers who drove the introduction of harvest weed seed control. It was Ari that validated that the practices were really worth considering and valuable to the farming system. We have had a fantastic success with harvest weed seed control in Western Australia, and now we're seeing that success go across the country through the eastern states and also across to America where they're adopting harvest weed seed control measures. It has been pivotal in changing the way we farm. It's amazing how much has changed
0: in really relatively a short period of time. And not too long ago, about five years ago now, Weed Smart came about. Can you tell us the story of how
1: Weed Smart began and how ARI became involved? The ARI program, at the time that Weed Smart was an idea, was already trying to take the space of being the leading communication group in the crop area in Australian agriculture. And the opportunity came up with Weed Smart. Weed Smart had come about because Monsanto and the GRDC were both talking and thinking that the idea of a national communication program to keep herbicides sustainable and to preserve seed traits would be a fantastic idea. So Ari took that on board and we have run with that for five years and we've seen it Evolve into a fantastic campaign that has engaged industry, the GRDC, the CRDC, all of the universities that are engaged in that space and many of the big agricultural consultancy companies. It's clear from
0: discussing all of those achievements there's been extremely significant things that have occurred due to RE's existence over the last 20 years and we've had some recent successes at the research group as well. Can you tell us a little bit about some of the recent things that have happened at RE that have been monumental?
1: Last year comes to mind because we were extremely lucky and happy about the fact that the GRDC provided $1 million for the Ari Group to build an agronomy lab. And the UWA campus provided UWA provided us with the space and GRDC funded the refurbishment of the space. We now have a fantastic agronomy lab that is a place where they can really get to and process all of the grain and chaff samples that we have that in the past was really difficult to do. In saying that, we are now really pushing to become an agronomy research team. We will still have molecular and herbicide technology research happening, but agronomy is an area that we have not really concentrated on a lot in the past. And there is definitely, and with our new director, Hugh Becky, there is definitely a push towards agronomy. The research lab, agronomy lab, will be fantastic for that. Um, In saying that, it's about also systems. And we want to make sure that our research understands the farming system and is providing research and outcomes that are relevant for farmers that they can apply in their system. And we hope that that will be the ultimate outcome, that we will have impactful research. Lisa, ARI has had
0: a successful 20 years, but this is definitely not the end of the group. We're heading forward into the future. Can you tell us a little bit about what is in store for ARI in the future in terms of what research will be focused on and the like?
1: We are going into 2019 thinking about the next five years because ARI is a five year GRDC funded project and we want to make sure that our research is relevant to growers. So our research and our development will be primarily grower driven. We hope that we have feedback from the growers as to where we're going, and I understand that We will be looking at systems. There could be phase farming in terms of how can we integrate pastures into our cropping programs to combat weeds and the evolution of herbicide resistance. How can we just maintain some of our cropping rotations, but mix it up as well. So diversity is always going to be one of our main themes. We will continue with much of the molecular work that is going on under the leadership of Dr. Xin Yu, that is essential, it is fundamental cutting-edge research and then Roberto Bussi will continue, I hope, with herbicide technology, just looking at different uses for old chemistries and also how we can maybe mix some of our herbicides to get more impact on weeds. We've got the agronomy group with Mike Ashworth He is very proactive in making sure that the trials that they are running are trials that are really relevant for growers and are going to give them answers. Communications is our final one. And Jess, you and I are always passionate about communications. We always want to make sure that we are making a difference for growers. And I am sure that the communication program will be a big part of ARI going forward definitely
0: and we look forward to celebrating this milestone this coming sunday at the re celebration dinner and look forward to all the instrumental people who will be attending who made re such a successful research group and will continue to support re into the future and thanks to all the listeners out there who keep in touch with us via the ARE podcast and ARE insight and keep up to date on our website we really appreciate your engagement with the program so
1: thanks very much lisa thanks jess